tonight um, just to worship and just to thank God for seeing us through 365 days of 2022. It's something we should never take for granted. Amen. And as Christians, if we call ourselves Christians, I, I think it's very apropos and so right for us to just meet on the last day and just to worship him and to thank him and to let him know that it's not by our strength that we made it. Uh, it's, it's not because we are too clever, but it's just because of the mighty hand of God that has seen us through and has taken us through every changing scene. So they want to say thank you, God, in unison uh, as a congregation with one heart, uh, saying that, God, you are indeed our champion. We just want to say thank you. We could do this forever, and we could sing of his love forever, because of a truth we have really tasted of it. Amen. Um, Amen. Before I preach, let me also acknowledge Reverend Felix Fofoy for being with us tonight. Amen. It's a great honor for us. Uh, came all the way from Maryland just to see Pastor Jessica because today is her birthday. Uh, so thank you, Pastor. God richly bless you. Amen. 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 All right. I want us to go into the word tonight. Go with me to Psalm 119, verse 164. Normally on 31st nights, I rarely preach. I just exhort and then we move straight into prayer. And by the grace of God, our presiding bishop, um, Bishop Appointed Bijenfi, has declared this year as the year which is in pursuit of Christ. Amen. So 2023 is known as the year in pursuit of Christ. Amen. So we will be touching along those themes and, and be ministering along the spirit of the team. Amen. So 119 verse 164. Seven times a day I praise you because of your righteous judgments. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to minister to your people. We ask that your word will come forth in simplicity, yet in clarity of speech and in the fullness and in the power of your spirit. Thank you, O Lord, that in these few minutes you will minister to us, you will touch our hearts, you will change our lives, you will set us rightly on course for the upcoming year. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Psalm 119, the whole chapter really talks to us about the word of God. And in particular, this is the author David who is just uh, given an expression of, of how much the word of God means to him. He, in fact, when you read Psalm 119, David sort of takes the word of God as a mentor, and he talks about how he likes to be under the mentorship of the word of God. So he pays great tributes to that. But out of that, you, we can see something that David did. He said that seven times a day I praise you because of your righteous judgments, which is the word of God. So right here in this scripture, you will see that David is just thanking the Lord. For the word of God. 
But there is one thing that I really want us to pick here strongly. David said the word seven. I'm not so much particular about the number of times, but I just want to say that it's a repeated effort. And when we talk about pursuit, that is what it means. Pursuit means to go after something, to go after something with all your might, with all your heart. When we use the word pursuit, it sometimes means you are doing it mindlessly. You do it without calculation. You do it without thoughts. You know, there is a popular saying that uh, you don't put all your eggs in one basket. But when you are in pursuit, you put all your eggs in one basket. You put everything. You, you do it mindlessly. You do it without thoughts. Now, it, it speaks to us about the aggressive posture by which David had to serve God. And this, he's even just talking about just the word of God. It's repeated. So when we are talking about pursuing something, you don't pursue it once. If it's seven days, you don't just pursue it once out of seven days. You don't call that pursuit. It's pursuit when it is repeated. It's pursuit when it is consistent. It's pursuit when it is constant. So when we use that word in pursuit of Christ, that means in 2023, the year which is upcoming very soon, that means we have to be at the heels of the divine, at the heels of the supernatural, at the heels of the spiritual, day in and day out. Then you can call it pursuit. You don't just touch it once and you say it's pursuit. It's not pursuit. It is pursued when it is repetitive. It is pursued when it is consistent. It is pursued when it is constant. So David right here, we could say that he had a hot pursuit of Christ. And how do we know that he had a hot pursuit of Christ? Because he sought after the word of God. And he said that seven times a day, I will praise you because of your righteous judgments. So right here, it really showed to us the zeal that David had for God's word. So when we are talking about pursuit, we are also talking about how zealous are you? For the past two years, the the events of the world seems to be like ice water that has downed our fire, that has downed our enthusiasm. But I'm praying that in the name of Jesus, that in the upcoming year, starting from today, may we have a certain blaze. May we have a certain inferno. May we have a certain enthusiasm that our our fire, that our zeal, our fervor for the things of God will come right back up. And this time, nothing will be able to shut it down. Even though it might surmise us to say that the lockdown may be over, the lockdown is still not over for some people because some people's feet have been locked down. Some people's service have been locked down. Some people's zeal for prayer has been locked down. Some people's zeal for the word of God has been locked down. But in the name of Jesus, we pray that we are rising up. We are coming against any form of barrier, any form of hindrance that seem to constrain us and constrict us of our worship, our movements, and our liberty before God. We are coming out again 
because we are in pursuit. We have an aggressive stance. We have an aggressive posture. It also talks about David's pursuit of his presence. He said, seven times a day, I praise you. It talked about presence. Because the more you praise the Lord, the more you are inviting his presence. And ladies and gentlemen, if there is something that you and I will need to be conscientious of in the upcoming year, it's his presence. And you can't cultivate the presence of God if it is not daily. And that is what David did. Seven times a day, I will praise you. It's talking about something consistent. It's talking about something constant. It's talking about something repetitive. Therefore, I pray that in the name of Jesus, may God give us the discipline to do things on a repeat. May God give us the discipline to do things consistently. May God give us the discipline to do things constantly in light of our theme when it comes to pursuing Christ. Because Christ has to be the main agenda. Amen. So with that, let me talk about five things that we can pursue if we really say we are pursuing Christ. One, pursue his person. And when I talk about pursue his person, I'm talking about pursuing Christ. And one of the ways we pursue Christ is to worship, just like what we did. Psalm 122 verse 3, the Bible said that, for you are enthroned in the praises of your people. Whenever we make time to praise God, whenever we make time to worship God, just like what we did today, we've spent a major chunk of our service just praising the Lord. The Bible lets us know that Christ himself becomes the Lord. He inhabits the praises of his people. King James is the word inhabits, but I like the word enthroned, new King James, because when you say that someone is enthroned, it means the person becomes king and reigns supreme in the midst of the affairs. And therefore, if we really want to pursue Christ this year, we will have to intensify our worship, intensify our desire to know him. Don't just worship the Lord. Don't just praise the Lord when you come for service or twice a week. Make it a habit to consistently praise and worship the Lord. In your car, worship and praise the Lord. Sometimes you don't even need music. You can just praise the Lord with your lips or with breath. I like Psalm 150. In fact, thank God that verse 6 is there. Because if I had read the first five verses, I would have disqualified myself. It starts with saying, if you know how to play instruments, and it mentioned all sorts of instruments from verse 1 to verse 5. So if I can't play the instruments, I'll say, oh, this is for instrumentalists. Then it ends with verses, let everyone that has breath. So if you can't even play instruments, you can't play the tambourine, you can't play the harp, you can't play the flute, you can't play anything. You don't even have the song, the voice to even string melodious hymns. But the Bible said that if you have breath, that is if you breathe in and if you breathe out, it is good enough for the Lord. Let everyone that has breath 
Praise the Lord. Let's intensify our praise and worship this year. Let's intensify our, our pursuits of singing after spiritual hymns, songs. Let's make melody in our hearts. It is the time for us to pursue Christ. Let's pursue his person. When we pursue his person, we are pursuing Christ. Number two, pursue his presence. Pursue his presence. We are coming into an era and in a generation where the Holy Spirit seems to be lost. And let me re-echo one of the great fathers of the faith in, in, in this land called Kenneth Higgins. He said, we have to come to a place where the Holy Spirit has to be taught and demonstrated. Otherwise, he will be a missing piece. And that's so true. We have to come to a place where the Holy Spirit is taught, not just taught, but he's demonstrated. And he's demonstrated by the gifts of the Spirit. We have to pursue his presence. And when we are talking about the presence, the presence is the Holy Spirit. I pray that may our appetite for spiritual things be up. I pray that may our appetite for the things of the Spirit be up. I pray that may our appetite for us to be endowed with the gifts of the Spirit so that we will go out to be a blessing in our local church and a blessing to the world at large. Pursue His presence. Pursue His presence. Don't just pursue His person. Pursue His presence, which is the Holy Spirit. Number three, pursue His precepts. Pursue his precepts. And when I'm talking about precepts, I am talking about the word of God. In this year of pursuing Christ, make it a strong agenda. Listen to me. Make it a strong agenda to read Genesis to Revelation. You will say, Pastor, I have never done it before. Pastor, it is very hard. But we are talking about pursuing Christ Make it a strong agenda. So before we enter January 1, I've already given you one agenda. Make it a strong agenda. Arrange your calendar in such a way that I am going to read Genesis to Revelation. Because this year, it is the year of pursuing Christ. You may have never done it before. Read it. Genesis to Revelation. One of the best things to invest in is an audio Bible. Everybody here listening to me at the sound of my voice can invest in an audio Bible. Audio Bible is free. You don't have to buy it. And everybody has a phone. You can install an audio Bible and play the Bible. You know the prophetic books, there are 17 of them. Five major, 12 minor. Most of the 12 minor books, you can finish them in about an hour because they have very small chapters. Once that is conquered, then now you have the five major, which has to do with Isaiah, Jeremiah, um, uh, Daniel, Ezekiel, and then Lamentations. Those are the five major books because those are a bit more voluminous. But most of the minor books you can finish them. Make it a point to read through all the New Testaments. Make it a point to read the first five books of the law. However you plan to arrange your reading schedule, make sure that this year 
I am pursuing his precepts by reading it from cover to cover. How can you call yourself a Christian and you have never even read certain parts of the Bible and you say, I am a word man? Pursue his precepts. Pursue his precepts. Because like David said, seven days I praise you because of your righteous judgments. The precepts, the Bible, which contains the word of God, are the righteous judgments of God. And it is through the word of God too that you'll be able to learn how to live righteously. So make it a habit. Make it a point. Make it a strong agenda. I'm pursuing his precepts and it starts with reading the Bible. Read it. Genesis to Revelation. By the time we come to the precipice of another year, may we all say of the truth that we have read the Bible cover to cover. And not just reading the Bible, but like Jesus says, blessed is the man that do what he reads. More importantly. So you are not just reading the Bible to feed your knowledge base, but you are reading the Bible for the Bible to have a transformative effect on your life and that will happen when you do what the word says. Number four, pursue his program. Pursue his program. And when I'm talking about program, I'm talking about the kingdom of God. Pursue his agenda. Ladies and gentlemen, in the coming year, let his agenda, which is the kingdom of God, be the preeminence factor of everything else you do. I'm not saying don't work. I'm not saying don't invest. I'm not saying don't plan for your life. I'm not saying don't plan for retirement. I'm not saying don't build what you want to build. Plan all your enterprises, but what should be the chiefest, what should be the preeminence factor is the program of God or the agenda of God, which is called the kingdom of God. And that's why the book of Matthew is written. When you read the book of Matthew, particularly the book of Matthew talks more about the kingdom of God. And that's why most of the parables are there. All the parables that Jesus gave, theologians said that he gave about 46 parables. All the parables that are written, especially in Matthew, they all have to center on one truth called the kingdom of God. When Jesus came, he didn't just preach the gospel to people. He was also interested in revealing God's plan, God's program, and God's agenda. That has to do with the kingdom of God. So let that be our preeminence focus. Let that be the preeminence factor. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. Thank God you might go to school and you might want to get a degree. That is good. But let the kingdom of God be the preeminence factor. Thank God you may have planned, I want to earn a certain pay bracket or I want to save up to a certain point. It's good. God bless you. But let the preeminence factor above that be the kingdom of God. Whatever that we plan, whatever earthly ambition and venture that we want to involve in, put on top of that the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. And the Bible says that when you seek the kingdom of God first, 
You see, the thing about the kingdom of God is that if you make it second, you receive no blessing. The kingdom of God is structured in a way that it has to be first. It can't be second. It can't be third. It has to be first. It has to be the preeminent thing. And when it becomes the preeminent thing, that is how come you will fulfill all your earthly desires, all your earthly ambitions, and all your earthly ventures. Pursue his program. And then number five, pursue his purpose. And when I'm talking about purpose, I am talking about the will of God. The will of God. Pursue his purpose. Pursue his purpose. Ladies and gentlemen, let's learn how to subject all our plans and our purposes to the master purpose, which is the will of God. Seek his will. What is God's will? Don't let your plan run amok. Don't let your plan supersede or superimpose what God's will is for your life. Seek the will of God. Today, whatever that we are involved in, ask yourself, is it the will of God? Is it the will of God? Pursue his plan. Pursue his purpose. Today, there are many believers who walk bereft of the purpose of God, which is the will of God. They don't know what the will of God is because they are looking at other people to form their purpose and their plan. They are looking at other opinions or they are copying some success model to rather establish their plan and purpose. Please pursue the will of God. And the will of God can be pursued when you have a vibrant and a strong relationship with Christ. So I repeat again, pursue his person. Pursue Christ. Pursue his presence, the Holy Spirit. Pursue his precepts, the word of God. Pursue his program, the kingdom of God. Pursue his purpose. The will of God. The will of God. In hot pursuits. In hot pursuits. Psalm 42 verse 1. And I'll end with this. Psalm 42 verse 1 to 2. Listen to what the songwriter said. And this was actually written by the sons of Korah. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Ladies and gentlemen, I've given you the key to life. If you will want to live, Pursue God. Be like the deer that pants for the water. Water is a basic necessity of life. If you don't have water, you will die. And that's why when Jesus met the woman at the well, he said that when you receive me, it is tantamount to having a fountain of water in your belly. 
and out of that water brings life. And then he said it again in John chapter 7, verse 37. He says, when you receive me, you will receive rivers of living water and out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. When we make it a point to pursue Christ this year, we are coming to a place of nourishment. We are coming to a place of refreshment. We are coming to a place of life. I, I think it is high time that Christians, we have to sound the clarion call that without Christ, you can't have life. And as the years go by, it's going to become very, very clear. If you will want to live, if you will want to survive, hey, you need to pursue Christ. So welcome to 2023, our year of the pursuit of Christ. May we pursue him and live. May we pursue him and may our thirst, our longing be satisfied. Why don't you lift up your hands and begin to thank the Lord for what you've heard tonight. Adolosi bahantoni madosi kadandali ande kadosi atakaduse. Thank you, Lord. Imando zibrentoni madosi kadebri kayata kidabosi kadaba. According to 1 Chronicles 16 verse 11, pursue the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Oh Lord, may we seek you always. That is pursuit. Pursuit means I'm doing it all the time. Not two days out of seven days. Not three days out of seven days. Not six days out of seven days. Pursuit means it's repetitive. It's consistent. It's constant. Don't forget these words. Pursuit. It has to be consistent. It has to be constant. It has to be repetitive. Lord, fan and as the fire, fan and as the fire to pursue after you hard. We will be hard followers of you, O oh Lord. We will follow hard after your person. We will follow hard after your presence. We will follow hard after your presence. We will follow hard after your program. We will follow hard after your purpose. Oh Lord, fan and as the flame, fan and as the flame. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let the king of my heart be the wind inside my sails, the anchor in the waves. Oh, he is my. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
Father, we receive your word. We receive your word with meekness. We receive the engrafted word that is able to save our souls. Oh, Father, enlarge our hearts this evening that we'll be able to run the course of your commandments. We give you praise now and forever in Jesus' name. And you might be listening to me through podcasts or maybe someone may have forwarded you this message. The best gift that you can receive before we enter into another year is to receive Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. I pray that may He become the best gift for you before we round up this year. You will never be able to achieve much. You will never be able to satisfy the heart's longings and your desires without meeting Christ. And if you are here and you've not received him as your Lord and personal savior, and you are not even sure about if I die today, whether I will go to heaven or hell, you are the person I want to pray for. And if you are listening, just say with me, Lord Jesus, I come before you just as I am. Forgive me of all my sins. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness, Lord. Please write my name in the book of life. Oh, Lord, I desire and I purpose to serve you. I thank you that I have been delivered from the kingdom of darkness and have been transported into the kingdom of light. Satan, I declare from today, I will serve you no more. I am for Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray this prayer, congratulations. Please look for a local church nearby. But if you don't have any church, I'd like to invite you to our church. Just visit iccnewjersey.org and you will get all the necessary information there. We look forward to hearing from you. God bless you.